Come back and find out ex niggas done stole their seats. This is a message to the black man in America From Elijah Muhammad, the messenger of Allah To whom praise is due forever It ain't a rhyme, it's a lyrical sage's letter I got a mind and it's ticking like a time bomb Hitting every nigga in the head with Islam And I'm kicking backs to the blacks in the projects Yo, I got a sword in my hand for the rednecks Damn the KKK Your cross burning peck of woods wearing a hood Yo, we don't play Go get your buddies and your white sheets fixed with a bag Yo, 
supreme wisdom, atomic bomb. But you ridiculed and rejected him. Very few of you niggas accepted him. You love to argue, but hate to listen. You condemn the Muslims, but you ain't a Christian. Well, what is a Christian? One who is Christ-like, not one that eats the pig and smokes the pipe, right? Adulterous, fornicators and hypocrites saying God's a ghost who had sex with an innocent white woman. But Jesus is black, so why the hell are you waiting for a white man to come back? Look inside the book of Revelations, hard chapter one, giving a description of the true and living black God. Damn, Uncle Sam better know as the colored man read the final call fall of America. And I will say that has arrived with the plan from God himself. Call message to the black man. Assalamu alaikum family. Can you all hear me and see me? Let me know if you all can hear me and see me. <clears throat> all right, family. Today we will be finishing up, hopefully, part two, because I do got something to do at 1030. So we're going to kind of be pushing it today. But we're going to get right started in the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful. Bear witness, there is no God but Allah who appeared in the person of Master Father Muhammad. We thank him for raising up the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, the living and exalted Christ. And we thank those two for leaving for us a divine wandering guide and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. It's in that three names I would like to greet you all with the greeting words of peace. We say in the Arabic language of Assalamu Alaikum. Today we will be on part two of Accept the Challenge. Um, yesterday we took notes. We was on that. Uh, we we uh, Did we share feedback yesterday? Yeah, we shared feedback on this yesterday. Uh, so if you're here for your very first time or you didn't watch yesterday, make sure you watch yesterday as well. After this, it will be inside. It is inside of the Power Call. Go to www.thepowercall.net if you would like to join the online community. So, again, we're not going to waste no time because we crunched four times. So let's go ahead and get started. you and I can understand everything that God is doing? Some things that God does baffles all of us. But that's the test of what? Your faith. Look in the Quran how that, that Moses was following the wise man. Didn't the things that the wise man did baffle Moses? Somebody said, well, man, you know, for Farrakhan to pick up a violin and be a serious leader. Oh, shut up. David was a prophet, a king, a warrior, and he played the harp. And what do you got to say about that? Oh, 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 nothing. That's right, you ain't got nothing to say. You didn't see David playing no saxophone or beating no drum. David was taught the language of the birds, meaning through music he had a higher intelligence. Oh, man. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. He could.
could speak to the people in high places that fly high above the world. He knew the sophisticated language of the birds, meaning those that fly. And David was a prototype of the Messiah. I ain't never read where Jesus played no music. But the messenger played what is called a Jew's harp. Did you know that? Yeah, he did. And the first time he looked at me, and we were close to each other, and he could talk to me, he whispered in my ear and said, Brother, you remind me of David. David was the chief musician of the Lord. But he was a warrior. He had tremendous strength. He tore that lion up. Man was bad. And he was a prototype of somebody that would come down the road. So now if you went and saw David kill the lion, strangle a bear, if you saw him killing 10,000 in war, and then you heard him playing a harp and writing psalms, would you say he was a sissy? No, sir. <laughs> Got to be careful now how you think. Yes, sir. You know how the white people interpreted my violin? You know what white folks know? That's the hardest instrument in the world to play. And for a man to be away from it for 44 years, listen to me, for not 40 days, 44 years. Take it up for two years and then walk out on a stage with a symphony orchestra to play a major work that the major violinists in the world play? Yes, sir. I accepted what? The challenge. Yes, I summoned my will that I was going to do this and give you, one white folk, right. you, my brothers, the gift of my music and I gave myself two years to be ready. Yes, sir. You weren't there when I woke up right. one and two and three in the morning yes, and worked for 20 hours out of a day, yes, a few hours in the morning with the violin, then physical training, then study. You weren't there. But I did it for two years. Why? Because I accepted a challenge. Right. And all the time that I was working with that violin, see, God had another plan. My plan was to give you some music for my birthday. <laughs> so the Jews, when they heard me playing, they gave me the biggest right to think of in the New York Times. It went all over the world. You know what the writer said? When we heard him play, we knew that he was a man that could do anything that he wanted to do. Yes, sir. 
Do you know what he was saying? For that man to do what he did on that stage tonight, this was in Winston-Salem, he said, the man can do anything. Why can I do anything? It ain't because of me, but it's because when I accept a challenge, I prepare to my enemy. Do you understand that? Yes, sir. And I have never lost no kind of contest because, wait a minute, when I accept the challenge, I do not in my whole acceptance intend to punk out. That's right. What about you? Yes, sir. Say, I want to play the piano. You play six months. Aha. Then you switch, you get a violin. I'll play the violin. Ah. Some of you say, I want to paint. Then you stop painting. Ah. Pretty soon you don't know what you can do. Because when things start going rough for you, you punk out. You give up. You never, never accepted a challenge. All of you want something given to you on a silver platter. You do not want to struggle to achieve greatness. And I'm telling you, there ain't no greatness coming from God, except you accept the challenge and struggle against opposition to overcome everything that's in your path until you reach your goal. I'm seeing all of them coming right back now to when I accepted the challenge to rebuild the nation of Islam. Yes, sir. I admit my knees were a little weak, but I accepted the challenge. I knew they would want to kill me, but I couldn't let fear of the loss of my life stop me from lifting up the name of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. I accepted a challenge. My desire was to lift him up, and that desire fed my will. My hair was long. I, I got a picture of me in my living room on Damon with no socks on, long hair, needing a shave, looking bummy, but I had accepted the challenge. And after a day, after a week, after a month, I began to clean up. My house that was out of order came into order the moment I came back to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Yes, My diet changed. I demanded now that I get the food that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that we should eat and how to eat to live. No more quick potatoes. <laughs> and this green frozen spinach laying on no plate for me. Give me the real thing, the bean soup. How to eat to live. Yes, and all of a sudden, we began. It took time, it took years. But here we are. I accepted what? A challenge. And you accepted the challenge with me. Some that started with me are not with me today. Some that started with Castro are not with Castro today. Some that started with Gaddafi and Mao Zedong when they went on that revolutionary path, they don't all stick. 
because the race is not to the swift, but it's to those who accept the challenge and never lose sight of the goal that they accept to attain. And so, my brothers and sisters, here we are today in Mosque Mariam. The nation is up. It's not where it was, but it's on its way. And I'm asking you now to accept a challenge in your life. In 1984, when the Reverend Jackson asked me to stand with him, when that man decided he wanted to be president over Pharaoh's house, that was serious. Now, you don't know how white folks looked at Jesse Jackson. <laughs> or maybe you do know. They hated the fact that a black man who was serious was challenging them to be the head of their house. Brothers, I don't care what you say about Jesse. That one act that Jesse did makes him worthy of respect because that act alone freed millions of black people from thinking that all you could be was a basketball player, a fighter, a football player. But now, watching Jesse whoop senators in debate, you knew that you could be a thinker and you could outthink those who rule the world. That means now, through Jesse, you could grow to see yourself as a new ruler and accept the challenge to grow to challenge the old ruler of the old world. I'm almost finished. Because Jesse was going to change the balance in the black community of feeling toward Palestine and Israel, for the first time, I saw members of the Jewish community come out to attack Reverend Jackson. If you recall, just a few years before that, when Andrew Young was the ambassador for the United States to the United Nations, he met with a Palestinian, and the place was bugged. So they reported that he had done this, and Carter had to fire him, and blacks and Jews were in a struggle. You remember that? Now, why am I saying this? What is my point? When I was playing that violin, they characterized my violin playing as an olive branch to the Jews. I never said that. But since they said it, I said, well, that's not bad. If they accept that, then maybe we can sit down and talk. Do you know, brothers and sisters, I know that if we get a dialogue with them, they can't win? Yes, 
And do you know that they know that too? And do you know that that's why they do not want a dialogue with me? That's right. If I tell you that I will apologize if you show me I'm wrong, if you believe that truth is on your side, wouldn't you accept that challenge? Yes, sir. And show me I was wrong and force me to apologize to the whole world? But every time we talk dialogue, they run. Do you, you don't know why, do you? Do you have any idea why they don't want to do that? It's a simple thing. They are the God of their own world. White folk used us and others to build their world. They are the God of this world. And they make everybody in this world bow down to them. If you want to go up in this world, you got to talk to white folks. And if you want more money, higher position, you got to make yourself more appealing to white folks. In the world of music, art, recording, and culture, you got to make yourself appealing to white folk, but you got to make yourself appealing to Jewish people. How many of you will agree? I mean, you don't have to agree if you don't know. How many of you here are in the entertainment field? Would you raise your hand? Do you know who controls the entertainment field? Would you say it's at the highest level, it's members of the Jewish community? Is Daryl Zanuck? Who is Steven Spielberg? Who is Fox? 20th Century Fox? Who is Metro Goldwyn Mayer? MGM. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Who owns the New York Times? Washington Post. If they don't own, they got influence. Powerful influence. This is not anti-Semitism. This is a fact. Now, when Farrakhan became the fella that they loved to hate and attack. They called on black mayors, black preachers, black politicians, black educators, black bankers, black professionals to do what? Denounce Farrakhan. Why would you call on somebody that you didn't have control over? I got letters 
that Jewish people sent to Mayor Marion Barry. When I went to Washington on a Monday night and over 10,000 people came out to hear Farrakhan, the Jews told Mayor Barry, denounce him. Mayor Barry never even heard the speech. He came out and denounced me. When I was in Los Angeles, Mayor Tom, Tom Bradley, denounced me. Reverend Benjamin Hooker, the NAACP, denounced me. Jesse Jackson denounced me. You name the ones that are up there and getting money from that community, every one of them felt threatened. In fact, they met me one night at Father George Clements' house. Preachers and somebody representing Mayor Washington. And they were telling me to cool it. And these are priests and preachers. I can't tell you my language that night. I was the most undignified minister. But I told them, man, I'm in a fight. You gonna tell me to cool it as though I started the fight? Say, hey man, that's like somebody in my corner coming out of the corner with the stool and instead of helping me to sit down and get a rest, he started beating me with the stool. I told him, I'll not only kick theirs, but I'll kick yours if you get in my way. Couldn't they, why couldn't they cool me down? Because I had accepted the challenge. Because they weren't just challenging me, they were challenging the God that I represent. And so the stuff got so hot, they sent black people to try and calm me down. So, recently they say, well, Farrakhan has softened. And you're right. You're right. But why? Is it that he's soft, or is it a strategy? What does the Bible say? What does the Quran say? It directs the man as he's going to Pharaoh, speak a gentle word to Pharaoh. Perhaps he may mind. The book is out now, Torchlight for America. <laughs> Why are you putting a torchlight for America, man? It should be torchlight for black folk. And it is your torchlight. 
But before God wipes out a nation, he always sends them solutions. And then he may harden their heart, but our job is to show them a way out. Whether they take it or not, this is a way out for them. Okay? So my soft speech intended to create the dialogue which would bring people out in the open so that black intellectuals could be freed up to help you and me get out of the mess that we're in. But brother, let me say this. When we went to the home of that rabbi, and spoke the way we spoke that night, which you weren't there, so I could lie to you, right? And tell you uh, I was strong. But if I was weak, I could really come talk stuff because you weren't there, you didn't hear it. But to show you how strong it was, Herb Cupsonet, who writes for the Sun-Times, was there. And he reported the meeting, but he never said what was said. That tells you something. Yes, sir. If he didn't say what was said, they never got their point over. So when they knew that this Sun-Times article was going to come out, they went to black preachers and told them, last week Wednesday, the same night that they must get up in their pulpit and denounce Farrakhan. Last Sunday, my subject was, not this past Sunday, Sunday before that, the ultimate aim of this world. And what was it? Kill to kill the messenger of God. That was on Sunday and on Monday or Tuesday, the skinhead stuff broke. That's right. Where these crackers were going to break into a black church and shoot it up and vomit, kill Shopton, kill Farrakhan, kill Rodney King and a few others to create race war. Now they put that in all the papers. When I read it, I said, mm -hmm, this ain't the real thing. But they're putting stuff in the water to see how you react. Skinhead's going to kill Farrakhan. What are you saying? Now, they listen to all the talk shows after that. They listen to phone conversations. They heard what was going on in private sets. This article, I gave this woman, Mary Johnson, over three hours of interview. We talked about many subjects. But if you read this, it looks like the only subject that we took up was what? Now, what was the aim of the editors to give me? I didn't rape nobody. I didn't shoot nobody. 
I didn't jump off a high rise and land on my feet. And they gave me a headline. Front page. And on Saturday, from what I understand, I was out of town. They had my picture on the banner of it, of the, of the, of the front page, saying that it would be an, uh, an interview. It was supposed to be four pages long. They cut it to two. And they cut the heart out of an interview that they knew would solidify Farrakhan and the nationalist community because the nationalists really seem not to understand where their brother is going. When this woman came to me talking about Lou Palmer, how many of you know Lou Palmer? Lou Palmer is one of the finest black men you'll ever get a chance to meet in this life. Lou Palmer has fought for black people all his life. He's a wonderful brother. But when they told Lou, according to the paper, about Farrakhan, Lou seemed puzzled himself by the moves that Farrakhan is making. And he said, yeah, I talked to some of the Muslims and they're baffled. And he's losing support. No, he's talking about me losing support. <laughs> but Lou Palmer knows my phone number. Lou could call me day or night. Lou knows that I will answer his call because I respect and honor him just that much. Lou never called me to ask me one thing about what I was doing. No member of the nationalist community called me and asked me nothing. Brothers, I'm not above reproach. If you think I'm doing something that's off, ask me. Yes, sir. Maybe I'll share my strategy with you. You ain't going to win this war without skill. But look at the headline that they put. Four, one, two, three, four, five words. I will never bow down. No, don't applaud. Think. Why did they put that in a headline? You gotta think, man, because they accepted a challenge. That's right. Farrakhan, that nigga, says he will never bow down. So that's a headline, that ain't to you, that's to white folk. Now let's make this nigga bow down. Let's get together and crush that nigga yes, and all them Muslims with him and make him bow down. Wake us up. Wake My us up. subject tonight is 
I accept the challenge. got power. The reason they focus on Jews is that they wanted to stir up the whole of the Chicago white community. If it's a loan, call it. Yes, sir. If you can freeze the bank account, freeze it. Yes, sir. Whatever we can do to the Muslims. Let's crush them. Yes, sir. I'm saying tonight, come on. But remember, before you come, it ain't us you after. You have just challenged God. Now, I want to show you just how serious this is. Because they know they are the God of their world. The Jews made Henry Ford bow down. They crushed Senator Percy. Anybody that get in their way, they crush him. I'm saying not this. Yes, sir. Not this one. Yes, sir. No, not this one. I told them in private, if you come after me, I'll be the winner. Yes, sir. As long as I stand on truth and stand with God, ain't nothing you can do to me. Any guns? We won't buy none. Because the fight is with Allah. I'm not saying you go get a gun, we accept the challenge. No, because they that's their thing. You got your little pop gun and they come with a cannon. You got your machine gun, they roll down the street with a tank. We ain't fools. We ain't going that way. But Muslims, if you are with me, then you must say, I accept the challenge. Because If they freeze your bank account, they find any old reason to do that. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, as long as the hearts of my people are with me, I will never write a check and it come back saying insufficient funds. So they can close the bank down, but they can't close your hearts down. That's what they aim to do.
I hope I'm not frightening you. But if I am, then you can, you can leave. Because you ain't ready for no challenge. You can get the hell up out of here. But this ain't for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You get the hell out of here. We want to know all the punks now. You can go. Ain't nobody gonna say nothing, just switch right on out of here. Yeah. Yeah. But hell, those of us that stay, we accept a challenge. The challenge is to our faith in God. We say nobody can defeat Master Farad. make something very clear. My God ain't your God. Unless you accept my God. Because my God is no formless spook that's up in the sky. I have a real, live, living God that has knowledge and wisdom and power over all things. Master Farad Muhammad is who I call on. Now, if you want to call on space, help yourself. But we tried the space God for 400 years and got nothing for that. When I allowed myself to be tricked, away from my God, a real God, and accepted space, I went back to drink it and smoke it and party. But when I accepted a real, live God, the God that Elijah Muhammad taught us of, I started coming back to myself. Now Farrakhan is known all over the world not because of some space cadet God, but because of a real living God. My God is not your God unless you accept your God. That's why I challenge the preachers, call on your God and stop the rain. And I call on mine to increase the rain. Call on your God to save America. And I call on Master Farad Muhammad to destroy her power. You call on your spook God. <laughs> Tell him deliver you. I'll call on my real live God to deliver me from the clutches of my vicious enemies. You know why they put this on the front page? Because they are the God of their world. 
and they are alerting white folk there's a nigger in the land that says I will never bow down. Now you all that go to church and you read Bible, where is this in the book? The Hebrew boys. Nebuchadnezzar told him to bow down, eat the king's meat. Hog. gonna bow down. Say what? You not gonna bow down? Put him in the fiery furnace. Notice what they put him in when he said, I'm not gonna bow down. What's next? Fiery furnace. When he put the boys in the fiery furnace, he said, you ready to bow down? They said, no. They said, turn it up, seven times hotter. And there was one like unto the Son of Man in the furnace with him, keeping things cool. And you know, white folks been talking about me like a dog for a long time. It's been now eight years, nine years. And I feel just as cool. Yes, sir. Because somebody keeping the flames from me. They try to stop me from eating. Check yes, this sir. out. Everywhere a college would invite me to speak. And colleges got plenty of money. Yes, sir. Mr. Reagan go, he get a fee of thirty-five to fifty thousand dollars to shake and say nothing. Yes, When Farrakhan go, and and the fee is ten or fifteen thousand dollars, they said this is awful. The black student unions couldn't use student monies to bring me, so the students had to sell tickets. And there's not a campus that I was on that they didn't fill the auditorium and the black student union made money from the appearance of Louis Farrakhan. So the Jews couldn't stop me from eating. Well, the book is out. And it might become a bestseller, I don't know. And they won't stop Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam from eating. I heard Elijah Muhammad say, you have to go up to heaven to cut off my blessings. That's right. And I don't think Satan can reach heaven. White folk have accepted the challenge. What I said, that I'm not going to bow to you. Say, you expect me to come to you on bended knee. And that's not in Farrakhan. If it is, I ain't seen it. 
I'm not going to bow down to white folks. Do you think I should? And if I bow down, what will happen to your knees? But if I stand tall, I'll give you some strength to stand tall. And when they look around, it'll be a whole army of us standing tall, accepting the challenge. Now, but listen to this. Y'all all right? What time is it? Oh, it's time to go. Time to go. What this means is they are summoning their forces to go all out to destroy Farrakhan. Okay. If I don't bow down to the God of this world, then I become the God of the next world. Yes, sir. In the name of the God and his Christ who backs me. Now, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be smart. I'm just showing you a point. Yes, sir. If this is the champ that says, you won't bow down, we'll get in the ring. If I go toe-to-toe -to -toe with him in the name of God, and knock him out. Yes, sir. Then bring the rope. That's right. And bring the ring. Yes, and bring the belt. Yes, sir. And that's exactly what God promised yes, the prodigal son who went into a strange land to start whoring after strange gods and fell down. But a famine arose, and that prodigal son or daughter said, I think I will arise and go to my father. And when that prodigal daughter or that prodigal son made one step toward the father, the father ran toward the prodigal son. And you know, you, when you mess up, you got to be very remorseful. The prodigal son fell down and said, Father, they got to confess, I have sinned. And I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. I don't want to be a big shot in the house. Just let me back in. Let, let me be a servant around the house. I just don't want to be out here no more. Let me in. Father said, come on, son. And took him back, and the brothers came out looking at this long-lost son. Father told the brother, get the ring. Put it on his finger. Go on and kill the fatted calf. Bring the robe. And the brother said, wait a minute, Dad. We've been with you all the time. We have never done what he did. He left the house, went, and started whoring after strange gods. Look at what he did. I said to the brothers, rejoice. For this that was blind can now see. This that was lost is now found. This that was dead 
is alive now forevermore. If you accept the challenge and stand tall, there is no down for you that's permanent. Down is only preparation for up. If you accept the challenge and start walking toward God, I think I will arise and go to my Father. Man, see how quick Allah will come to you. He came to me. I was cutting the fool. But when I called him and I repented and I cried bitterly over my foolishness, he came right to me. I didn't want to be no big shot. Just let me please lift up the name of your servant. If we accept this challenge and don't bow down, I mean, you can accept the challenge, but don't weaken. Don't fall out. Don't bow down. If you don't bow down, he will. And when he does, you will become, as Joseph, masters in the land where you were sold as a slave. Don't bow down. I pray that in this hour of challenge that Allah will strengthen me and bless me to overcome all my enemies, black and white, that the Psalms of David be fulfilled. Come, sit down at my right hand while I make your enemies your footstool. I will never seek no dialogue with them. That's over. It was strategy, but they don't want no dialogue. They ain't not going to win. I'm going to go home and sit in the palace of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. They'll come there. I will not go to them. No, no, no. I don't have to. If Clinton gets beat up enough, he may summon me to come to Washington. I'll go to negotiate the freedom of black people. Yes, sir. You, most of you don't really know what to ask for. He'd give you a little buttered biscuit and a chicken. 
and let you come around the back door of the White House, you've, you forgot all the hell that he put you through. And he give you a white woman. Oh, but. He gave you that white woman, brother. You made cheese. And he offer you a white man too, sister. That white man know he's not gonna see the hereafter. And he's sneaking up next to you, sister. He's much nicer to you than your own black man. He speaks soft words to you. So I wish, I wish my husband was nice like this. What you see is what you get. The white man is a big deceiver. He don't love you. I miss Jones. How are you, Miss Jones? Let, let me open the door for you, Miss Jones. Next thing you know, he's in bed with you. And he wants to make you pregnant. He ain't telling you to abort that because he wants to sneak into the hereafter through your womb. Don't you let him. Keep them little bastard children out of your neighborhood. If you're going to have a baby for somebody, have the baby for somebody that look like you. Yes, now, Farrakhan, you meddling. <laughs> Stay out of my business. I'm just telling you the game that's being played. Samson fell for Delilah, brothers. She messed him up. Don't you let Delilah discover the secret of your strength. You accept the challenge? Yes, sir! You do? Yes, sir! I heard the baby say, yes, sir! Now, you know, if the baby say, I accept the challenge, what about us grown folk? So when you leave here tonight, when you go home, by tomorrow morning, something is going to challenge you. Someone may challenge you. Now, don't accept it tonight and reject the challenge in the morning. I'm not asking you to beat anybody up. I'm just asking you to resist yes, and summon the strength of your being to overcome the challenger to your truth and your way of life. And to all those who stumble, as Farrakhan did, I am telling you that Allah is a God of mercy. 
And I thank him so much for the mercy that he showed to me that fell so far from where the Honorable Elijah Muhammad had put me. And I never intend to fall again. Never. But if I rely on my strength, I'm lost. Song thing in the church, just a closer walk with thee. See? You get this is no joke. He this man some for his sons. You better walk a little bit closer to Allah. Says in that song, I am weak, but thou art strong. Keep me from all wrong. Because you know you can't keep yourself. I can't keep myself. A keeper has to keep us. So why don't you put your life in the keeper's hand? And if you're slipping, and you know you're slipping, slide, and you know you slide, jive, and you know you jive, get it together. Because every slip opens the door for Satan to take you and make you bow. So don't bow to little things and bow to great things. Don't bow to the cigarette. Don't bow down to the pork chop. Don't bow down to the pig ears and the pig foot. That's an awful nasty meat. You should give up hog and never eat it. And I loved its taste. But that thing is so full of little worms. Trick now worms. And you don't kill them eating the pork. That bad boy, you put it in your stomach, them worms come alive and start working their way through your intestines to the spinal cord going up into the brain they get in your joints and before you know it, about all these pains you got you call it Arthur Ritus Arthur ain't got nothing to do with that it's that hog and you go to the doctor with all your high blood pressure he tell you stop eating that pork it's not good for you don't bow down crack cocaine Reefer, yes, liquor, the white woman, the white man. Don't bow down. Don't bow down. Whatever you want, wait for God to give it. Because when the enemy gives it, there's always a string attached. Don't bow down. Don't bow down. May Allah bless you. Thank you for a wonderful evening. I pray that Allah will bless each of us to accept the challenge 
and become the gods and rulers of a new world order. Because after this challenge, there ain't no more. When the biggest and the baddest of the white folk throw down, if you can overcome that, there ain't no more after that. You're in the kingdom then. And he's come out now. And if you see the, the, the temple of doom, when that boy got closest to the prize, that's when the hardest test came. After he got past that one, he got what he was looking for. We get past this challenge, everything that we wanted will come to us. Yes, sir. May God bless us not to bow down. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening as I greet you in peace. Assalamu alaikum. <clears throat> Beautiful message from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Will we, will you accept the challenge? All right, family, let's do feedback until 10, 10, 10, 25, because I got something to do at 10, 30. Uh, I got to speak to a group of young men. So, uh, so let's, uh, let's press your number ones. If you have something you'd like to share, let's try to keep it brief today, okay? No two, three-minute feedbacks all right let's do let's keep it brief all right let's start off with brother uh brother daniel 6x yes sir brother you know how to pick the messages great brother um someone stood out to me but i'll say what stood out about the challenge really is to uh overcome the fall of this world and be assigned something new from the god and going to the new world I look at how the various challenges that we get in life are preparatory. It's preparing us for greater and greater challenges. So I see where the Father is telling us, don't shrink on the little challenges because that would disqualify us for the ultimate challenge. And if he said that God is making him a God. I don't know if he used a definite article. Somebody can correct me. He said a or the of the new world. So the minister has passed such tests that his his he's going to get his 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 key his his, his glory, but that's for us too. So it was a very powerful message, it was very beautiful, and it's definitely something to study so that we can make it through. Yes, sir. Great point about small challenges and the big challenges. It makes me you know think about what we were saying yesterday about you know being prepared, like in fitness. Um, everything that we go through on 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 our in our daily lives is a challenge. We're going to be constantly faced with difficulty. In fact, the Quran says that He's going to try us at least once a year. And we know when the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan departs, he taught he teaches us that there is going to be a trial. There is going to be a dark period of time, that three year period that we are you know told about, but. There is something much bigger, I'm sure, that Allah has for us. But if we are failing at these little small challenges that we have on a daily basis, then we're not going to be prepared for the challenge 
that's going to come. So let's let's look at our lives and, you know, let's not look at our lives and say, woe is me when there's a struggle. Let's look at that as an opportunity to overcome and strengthen ourselves because if we look at the challenges that we go through, even our in our relationships that we think is big and in business that we think are big. And the scripture says that he, you know, got wiped the, the spit out of his eyes and he seen the giants as they were. That's kind of how I believe it's going to be, man. We looking at things in our lives and we say, oh, man, these are mountains. I can't move them. And if we just get the wisdom, desire and will, man, we can move mountains, man, and see that these big challenges are really small challenges. And they really ain't nothing compared to the challenge that's going to come that these are just preparing us for. All right. Let's go to uh, Brother Timothy. Yes, sir. Assalamualaikum, family. Uh, I got two points right now. I got two points right now. The all the attempts to denounce the minister that really caught my attention right there because it was people that was real close to him, even Jesse Jackson, Luke Palmer, people that was close to him, whether he was white or black. You just got to be careful with those that's around. When the works of God, when you start doing the works, a lot of people will start looking at you funny, especially if they're in higher places where they've been. You know, like puppet masters, they they the ones that's being the puppet, and they got masters. And uh, my second point is not giving up and accepting the challenge. That that's real important to me. We spoke on that close to damn near all week. Uh, not giving up, not looking back, just accepting the challenge. So those that feel low, those that ever feel like turning back, whether it's towards anything that gets you intoxicated, smoking weed. I know a couple of us have battled with that in the past. And even as swine, man, we got to stay away from it. This is a great video to go back, a great lecture to go back and listen to. And like your sister Yolanda quoted uh, the minister, you got to put that work in. If you're feeling low, work. If you're feeling like going backwards, just put the work in. Go back and continue to strive. That's all I want to say. As-salamu alaykum, family. Well, like salam. Brother Jay? Peace, family. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, it was, this was definitely a great video, man. I just got a couple points. Uh, one thing... Um, I like when I hear the teachings to relate it to like my everyday life or things that I'm interested in uh, that I see. And it made me think about a game, you know, um, like the, the level one is definitely not going to be the same as the boss level, you know. But if you can't make it through level one, you definitely not going to make it through the boss level because um, because it kind of like math, like our algebra is like addition, subtraction, multiplication and division, all those things together. But you got to first learn addition and subtraction, then multiplication then division and then compile those type of things. Um, it just uh, it just made me think about like games and then also kind of like working out, you know, uh, uh, when you first start working out, you're like, dang, man, just just bench pressing this little bar is heavy. But then as time progress and you see that uh, now I'm bench pressing, I got 245s on the side, you know, uh, it's a thing that uh, that that constantly uh, goes on. Like, and that kind of make me think about evolution and that we like the earth, well, the earth been, revolving or re-evolving and like growing for like millions and billions of years so like we got to do the same and then one way like how i want to apply this to my life um it's a couple things like challenging myself to quit smoking all i just wrote a list on this paper and i know this list gonna continue to grow but just kind of like a game how we get on the game every day like call of duty and we might complete this daily challenge of getting 15 kills well let me complete this challenge of just making it through the day without smoking, you know, uh, or, or whatever the case may be, and treat it kind of like a game, you know, and it'll make that challenge maybe a little bit more easier. But them are the points that I get. Appreciate you, family. Yes, sir. Brother Wesley? Yes, sir. 
Assalamu alaikum. Uh, excuse me. What stood out for me, um, just in in challenges and being able to withstand them, and how just to come back on what you were stating about what the Quran says about being tried once or twice a year at a minimum, and also that trial may not always be something that is taken away from you. We we also have our means being straightened, or we can be tried in abundance. So us being receiving a lot of blessings is also a, a, a challenge that we have to accept to see how we're going to handle the abundance. And then we also have to look at how do we handle when things aren't as abundant as well for us as well. So I just appreciate that and understanding that the challenge is going to come in multiple ways, but being willing to accept it and then always seeking refuge in Allah through it all, regardless of how good or bad it may seem. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Sister Yasina. So my takeaway is when the minister said the challenge is to our faith in God, we say nobody can, de can defeat Master Farak Muhammad. My God ain't your God unless you accept my God, a real live God who has knowledge and power over all things. And, you know, he said, we're not going to, you know, we've tried your, your space God for 400 years. You know, Minister Farrakhan, he also said in, an, in a, another lecture, he told the believers to try Master Farrakh Muhammad, make him prove he is who he say he is. And that constantly stays in my mind. So for those who are looking to, you know, challenge our God, try Master Farrakh Muhammad with all sincerity and with faith in your heart and, and so that he can prove that he is who he says he is because we don't we don't follow and we don't worship a spook god so that's all i want to say assalamualaikum well excellent brother maximus hello yes sir hell is you hear me yeah yes sir oh what stood out to me was the part about the violin and the time that he invested in it. And that was a challenge. Um, and that was, to me, you know, demonstrating the inner God in ourselves that we could do all things, especially with faith, because of the time he, um, when he talked about he did the couple years that he invested in it. And then um, I, think it, I think he said like nine hours a day or something like that. But among the other things that he did in his day that pertained that took up 20 hours, um, I think that was amazing and uh, motivating. Uh, and that's what I took away from that. Yes, sir. Thank you for that feedback. Sister Etosha in the house. Assalamu alaikum, brother Ben X. How's everyone? Um, I just wanted to 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 say, and I know the sister already said it. And I just wanted to say that um, uh, Master Far Muhammad cannot be defeated. He has told us who we are through the teachings and science. Science is backed by our teachings. And so I just wanted everyone to know that it nobody, there's no one. It is him. And so study, you study these teachings, you can defeat every argument there is on social media, in person, wherever. So I just wanted to say that nobody, there is not one.
that can be defeated with these teachings, learn them. That's all I wanted to say. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. All right, brother D Mario. All right. Um, I, I, I about want to say sort of like what she just said when, but when the minister said on how he can't be defeated because basically you, you you're not you're challenging God basically, and it reminded me of scriptures in the Bible. I want to get better at citing exactly which scripture it is in the Bible, but how basically the devil is saying. You chose to partake in in the sin. And that's like reminding me to be accountable that really we have a choice to choose sin. Nobody really puts a gun to our head and makes us do any sin that destroys us. So it's like <clears throat> ultimately just being accountable and knowing that you're going to have to choose to not partake in sin to win, basically. That, that, that's pretty much what I got from that, too. Yes, sir. Thank you for sharing. Brother Samuel? Yes, sir. Uh, I was just noticing, wondering about the um, the, um, the part in the church where he talked about, uh, I wonder what he said to those preachers, you know what I'm saying? He didn't say it out loud, so he really had uh, mercy on not calling them out. He, he didn't get caught up in the, in the ego thing. I, I thought that was interesting and make me think of uh, who are the real children of Israel. He said, don't you come out. You, you know, you bow down and you send your master out to deal with me, right? Because they always send us out to deal with one of us. And I, I, I like the way he did that. He said, because I, <laughs> I not only keep theirs, I keep yours if you get in my way, right? So it's the spirit of it. But at the same time, he was still honor enough not to just call him out, but warn him, you know. I thought that was that was significant. Uh, I think I had something else to say, but uh, oh yes, and standing on truth, as long as you stand on that, and don't you know give the things that they gonna give you to make you bow down, which was what the white woman, the butter biscuit, <laughs> some, some chicken, <laughs> a white man, uh, something that they gonna have strings attached that's not good. But if you wait on God to give it to you and go through that struggle, you're going to be all right. That part is still out by him. You know, the ecumenical part. How, well, the part about how he dealt with us. You know, not really want to get us, but I will if you get in my way. Ask me a question, then I can tell you my strategy. Maybe, you know. But that's the, that the people we got to really deal with, to know how to deal with our own, and to avoid the distraction and dealing with them. That's all. Yes, sir. Thank you. So you got them actual facts back there. Brother, Brother Marcus. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. As-salamu alaykum. Salam. Yes, sir. I'm a bit under the weather, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, this power call charged me up. So I just had to come to the mic and share my perspective and what I got from this. So uh, if my volume goes down, let me know. I'm talking. I'm actually on my iPhone right now. So if I lose, uh, we can audio, hear you. Come on with it. You, we wasting to... time. We come. We we hear you loud and clear. Let's get it. All right, all right, all right. Let's rock and roll, man. Well, the fact that the honorable Mrs. Farrakhan, after not playing the violin for forty-four years, with only two years of practice, was able to play on the same level of top professionals 
who play all the time, demonstrates his divine obedience to the will of Allah. I mean, he is truly a student of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and, and Master Fraud Muhammad. But how did he do it? How did he do it? How did he master that challenge? He was able to achieve this in such a way, in such a short time, because he was and is connected to that truth, to that state of peace that is beyond time. A truth that is backed by the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and Master Farad Muhammad. You know, one of the first things we're taught in traditional meditation and prayer is how to clear the mind, how to focus, but not on a candle, a symbol, or some some idol, some man-made idol, but God. We're taught in the nation of Islam that Allah, we call Allah God, to be more specific, Master Farad Muhammad. We don't worship the body, the image, of Master Fraud Muhammad, we're connected with the wisdom, the energy that is within him. The same energy that can move through us all if we submit and become obedient to the natural laws of the universe, if we accept the challenge. So I say to everybody, let's accept the challenge. It doesn't matter if you call yourself Muslim or not, because if you're part of the original nation, you're already that. It's already in your spirit. If we accept in the right spirit, in obedience to the law of truth, of the truth, a challenge or a change is bound to happen. So I thank you, Brother Ben, for allowing me this opportunity to speak. And uh, thank you very much. Salam alaikum. All right, Brother Michael. Assalamu alaikum. I'll be brief, brother. I appreciate your time. I hope each and every one of you brothers i noticed a couple of y'all kind of under the weather so i hope you all get better um the two points that i got from this is qualify ourselves we have to study we don't study we don't study that's how you win debates in in arguments though you shouldn't debate with anyone who's not your peer we don't study and if and when we do the manner of our study is going to determine what kind of opposition we're going to be faced with inside and out so that's 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 the two points i want to touch on we must qualify ourselves under leadership to qualify ourselves to be in leadership we must qualify ourselves and get a woman same thing and it touched everything when he said don't bow down to this don't bow down it's everything so we must study to qualify ourselves knowing that we're going to be faced with opposition on the inside and the out Thank you, brother, for your time. Assalamu alaikum. Well, salam. Yes, sir. Good point. Brother Daniel. Yes, sir. When the minister talked about his fall and his his rise back into himself and how he took on to live and started to live wholeheartedly by the teachings, I'm reminded of Brother Jabril where he said that the minister is made closer to our condition than Honorable Elijah Muhammad. So that makes me think about how we constantly rise and fall in his, his work. And he pointed that out. But the minister studied why he fell and was determined to not fall again. So that tells me when I fall, study deeply what made me fall and have a more determined mind to overcome that kernel of my heart or that impediment so I won't keep falling and falling and falling. So I thought that was a beautiful point. Yes, sir. Let's go with uh, brother, or no, Tracy X. 
Assalamu alaikum, brother. Thank well, you for excellent. allowing me to share. Um, I just wanted to touch base also, brother Daniel, that this spoke. For me, looking at myself, that's exactly what I was hearing from the minister because I like where he talked about the prodigal son and uh, how the prodigal son, you know, when we go back to um, our challenges, our faith with God, uh, substance of things hoped for, evidence of things unseen. So really having to believe in our God and know that uh, and believe that no one can defeat Master Far Muhammad. And yeah, I we've, I can speak for myself, falling short here and there and everywhere. The thing of it is, is being able to stand up and believe and be that prodigal son and come back and bow down to nobody but God. And I like what he said when he talked about the fight being the champ. If Farrakhan don't bow down, he doesn't bow down to that God, to the God of this world, but that he fights in the name of our God, Allah, Master Far Muhammad, and how he overcame. And so all of that kind of, um, it really hit home for me. So I just wanted to share that little bit of a point. Thank you for allowing me to share, brother. Asalaamu Alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Brother. Okay. I think that was the last one. Let me know. I want to know what your vision is. Okay. I got that, Sister uh, Sister Yassine. I read that. All right, family. So what's today? Friday? Yep, today is Friday. Uh, somebody said, yo, how can I get on the call, G? Uh, go to www.thepowercall.net. Uh, www.thepowercall.net and then you're going to be able to create your own profile get in our online community we got let me show you to you real quick I, I, I got about two minutes i can show it to you so when you go to it it's going to look like it's going to look like this here boom you get in there you got your feed see we got somebody 23 just came up in this bad boy i see you brother then we got uh we got home go to home and this is where we have uh you know we got that right there and then we got chat we have power call replays testimonials so this is how you go and then of course you got you know you got members so you can go in and you know Look at uh, <clears throat> look at the different members and you know chat. You can see who's near you, things of that nature. So this is where and then under e once you go home and go under events, this is where you can find the Zoom link every morning. Go to go to events. So that's how you um, that's how you do that. So thank you all for listening, family, and we will see you guys next Monday. Stay tuned for the time and topic inside of the app and the community. So thank you all for listening. You have a blacktastic night and day. Peace. Is Brother Ben here? Brother Ben. Now Ben got a heck of a program. A lot of people listening to Brother Ben. And Ben tells them about the minister. And Ben tells them about the minister.